Tafchaf says the Mishnah. Actually, Nimchal Kamagila before they did the Mechika. So Amr Enishay says if she refuses, she says I'm not participating. So Megillah and Ignazis. So if she says she's not participating, so then we what do we do with the Megillah? It's ready written already. So we put it away. We put it away like in some sort of shemis, some sort of genizer. Rashi says Betzide Aichel, whatever. Tzira Aichel. Different gears is exactly what Rashi is saying over there. You put it away. When Chasam is Pareses Al Deshen, the Kabbal Mechik, which they already started putting together, which is already Kaddish and the Klich Shares. So what do you do with that? You throw it away. We're throwing away Kaddish means you put. You put it on the base adesh where it gets burned. So even though it says misparezis, it actually means nisrefis. It actually gets burnt on the base adesh, meaning not on the mizbech, not being mark of it at all. And you don't do anything with that Megillah. As we said, the Megillah has to be Lishma. We'll talk about that in a minute. But therefore, since you cannot use the Megillah for somebody else, so you can't use it anymore, it does not say in the ratio here what you do with the water. Right? Either we're talking over here before the water is prepared, Bechlal, or as we'll see in the next halacha, the water gets spilled out. Nimchuk Megillah, if they already erased the Megillah, but here she doesn't say any shayis, she says he's mamish tomei, so there's nothing more to do, as we discussed yesterday. So amayim nishpachim, the water gets spilled out, which is interesting, because this is water that came from the kiyot. This is water that had some level of kedusha of some sort, but it seems to me the Mepharshim say it's either a kedusha al-tanai, or this is called already nasa mitzvah, so if you already accomplish what you need to accomplish, so the kedusha of the water goes off, you spill it out. And the mincha again gets burnt on the base adeshin. However, if she doesn't say she's Tomei, she says Eini Shaisa, which we discussed yesterday, so then then we force her to drink it. As we discussed yesterday, there's different shitas, and shitas should be a kiva, whether this is after the mincha was done, or whether this is after the mechika was done, this mission says the Megillah is the Nakuda. Once the Megillah is raised, then we already force her to drink it. There's no backing out, unless she says Tomeya. If she says Mamish Tomeya, then fine. But if she says Eini Shaisa, not. She has not finished drinking. It's mashmash. She doesn't even have to drink all of it. So it already starts to take effect immediately. We'll see why that is in the Gemara. Till her face seems to turn colors right now. Bolters, her eyes bulge out. And all the veins in, uh, in her face, Rashi says, in her neck start to bulge out. Rashi says, even in her whole skin, she gets like shurais, shurais. So all the veins in the body start to swell up. And they scream, quick, get her out of here. So the Azar does not become tummy. We'll see in the Gemara what that means. Im however, if she has some sort of schus, doesn't say yet in this Gemara what that schus might be, what type of schus we're talking about, we'll see more about that tomorrow. So I said, so then you, in Lav Davka, would she die right away? What does that mean? It could be she has some sort of schus that will keep her alive for one, two, or possibly even up to three years. However, says the Gemara, that we had, we of course, we'll see it later on. We have Shittas from Shimon who said there's no such thing, but this Tanakhama, this Tanakh says there is. He said, You have a problem over here. You have this woman who's being, who knows she's Mazana. She comes to the base of Vida. She's obstinate. She says, I'm going to drink. She drinks and nothing happens. So she says, you see, see, you got all you rabbis don't know anything. I'm guilty and nothing happened. And she walks away. Says Benazay, therefore, you have to make sure to teach your daughter Dine Saita and the Parsha of Saita so that she knows that it's not because she's innocent or because the rabbis don't know what they're talking about. It's because she has some sort of schus and it's going to come eventually. So she shouldn't be mighty laz on Dine Taira. It's important to teach her Torah. She should know why this is happening. So it's Mashra from Rashi, that according to Benazir, the mitzvah is to teach her Saita. Other words say that Benazir actually means once you're teaching Saita, then you learn everything in Torah is, is for her to learn. 
When you teach your daughter Torah, it's actually going to work against you. Then she's going to learn the Dine Torah, and she's going to figure out how to get around them. She'll learn how to do Averis Petsniya, she'll learn how to do all kinds of things, and therefore you should not teach a girl daughter Torah. We'll talk more about that then, Sheikh. Rabbi Yeshua, and Rabbi Yeshua says a cryptic statement, writes a isha bekav v'tiflus, she prefers to have just a small amount of food, but be able to have tiflus, znus we'll see, mitesh kav v'tiflus, then to have a lot of food, but be perish and be at znu. What does that have to do with the thing? What's he talking about? We'll see in the Gemara. Who are you, Aimer? Rabbi Yeshua, I'm sorry, used to say, chasid shaita, and we'll go through in the Gemara what all these are, chasid shaita, arasha, aram, isha, prusha, makes prushim, Rashi says over here, Makis Prusha is people who bang their heads against the wall to show how to show how, how from they are and how religious they are. All these people destroy the world because they're obviously uh, not keeping the Torah properly. People follow them. It's cults and stuff. We'll see more about that in the Gemara. Meir said as follows. When I was learning Torah, so Meir says, keep track of who's learning where over here. Meir says, when I was learning Torah, I was a cipher. He says, I used to write cipher Torah. We mentioned this kankantum before. We said this kankantum makes it that the, according to Rashi, the ink seeps in very deeply into the cloth, and therefore it's not erasable. And I used to use this kankantum in the di'ai. It makes the di'ai very watery, it sounds like, and therefore it seeps in and gives it strong, a uh, strong connection to the cloth. Rebekiva knew I did this. He didn't say a word to me. Later on, I left Rabbi Akiva's base medrash and I went to learn Rabbi Shmuel's base medrash. And Amali and Bishmal said to me, "Bini mamalach, how do you finance yourself? What do you do?" I'm not allowed to learn. I'm a cipher. Amali, bini avizar, be very careful. B'malachtcha, shemalachtcha, malachas shemaimi. When you're writing a sefer Torah and you're writing svarim for people, it's an important job. Shematachsor esachos etaisirachos. You couldn't chasvasham leave out a letter or add a letter. Nimsas atamachav is kolam kulay. And by adding or Removing a letter, you could destroy the whole world, not just because the Sefer Torah or whatever it is is puzzle, but rather Rashi says you could change Pshat. Look at Rashi. In Emes. If you leave out the Aleph of Emes, right, so like Kim Mace. Or if you leave out the A, you could say Elim, you could say different things over here. If you add a letter, in the word Bereshis, if you add a Vav, it could be Baru, or you, you, could, you could make it plural, you can make different, you can actually change the Pshat in Psukim by adding or moving letters, therefore you have to be very, very careful when you're writing Sefer Torah. Okay. So that's what Rabbi Shmuel said to Rameh. Amarti Loi says Rameh, I responded to Rabbi Shmuel, don't worry about that, because I have something. I have something special I put into my ink. It's a special kankantum, and therefore you don't have to worry about that. What does that mean? What's the connection? Hold on, the more we'll explain. Amar Li, Rabbi Shmuel responded to me, What are you doing? You can't put that stuff into the ink. Hatera says, at least for the Parsha Saita, you have to be able to erasable. And Rabbi Shmuel holds that you could actually take a Sefer Torah and erase the Parsha Saita from a Sefer Torah because Rabbi Shmuel holds you don't have to have a Ksivah Lishma. And therefore you can actually take any Sefer Torah you want and erase the Parsha Saita, which means at least for the Parsha Saita, you cannot use Kankantum. Because it makes it unerasable. So he was criticizing the mayor for this point. Okay, that's the conversation. What's this conversation? He says, be careful, don't write extra letters. And he says, don't worry, have kankantum. What's the connection? This is how the mayor responded. Don't worry about whether I know which letters to write, extra letters, few letters. I have exact messiah on what the letters are. Even if you're afraid that I wrote the letter, but maybe a fly will come and ruin Rashi, says one of the tagim 
on one of the letters. The Dilm Asif Yasva Tagad the Dalit will say the Taku Machakli Mashwale Raish will become a Raish. Don't worry about it. The Verachad Yeshi Sharimato Techidev can counter Shwai. I put this can counter and it makes the ink very strong, and therefore a fly or nothing else can ruin it, and therefore I take care of all the issues. Oh, so that's the story that we have. Their mayor was learning by Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva said it's fine, and then he went to Bishma. Bishma was not so happy with it. And he says, well, we have a different version of the story. Vatanya, In this version of the story, Rameir starts off in learning in the basement of Bishma. And he said it was fine to use Kankantum. Later on, when I switched from Rabbi Shmuel to Rabbi Akiva, the other order, Asralai, Rabbi Akiva said, you know how to use it because of this problem of not being able to be Mechik for the Pasha of Saita. So Kasha Shimur Shashimus, Kasha Asra Asra, we have two steers in these stories. Once the first story said he started by Rabbi Akiva, and then he moved to the base of Rabbi Shmuel. Second story said he started by Rabbi Shmuel, and then he moved to Rabbi Akiva. That's the first steer. Second steer is the first version of the story, Rabbi Shmuel was the one who said you cannot use the Kankantum, and the second version of the story, Rabbi Akiva is the one who said you can't use the Kankantum. The question of where he learned first is not a problem. It's actually, there was actually three stages. He first got into the brisk of their time. He got into Rikiva's base reddish. Right? But he couldn't figure out what Rikiva was talking about. He didn't have the proper background and all the Mishnayis to understand what Rikiva was saying. Rikiva would say, Rashi says, something that he thought was tummy, Rikiva would say is tar. Something that Rikiva said he thought was tar, Rikiva would say was tummy. He didn't know what Rikiva was talking about. So that he had to leave. Also, commanded to be Shmuel for Gamar Gemara. He says he left to be Kiva, went back to be Shmuel to learn up the Mishnai. So you have to know all the Mishnai and the Brises before you can start to make sense of what Rabbi Kiva is saying. And then, Hadar also commanded to be Kiva, Savar Svara. After he knew all the Mishnai and he knew Shas, he knew Shas Pikiyas, then he could go back to be Kiva and understand the Ion Shabbai from Rabbi Kiva. So therefore, it could be both stories in terms of the, stru- the timing of the stories. It actually both happened. He started Rabbi Kiva, he went to be Shmuel, then he went back to be Kiva. But that doesn't answer the story of. Who said that it's okay to use Kankantum and who not? That's really not clear which Tana was the one who said it. Now, it's going to make a tremendous enough over here. Because whichever Tana says you're not allowed to use Kankantum, that's because they hold you could erase from a Sefer Torah. If you hold you could erase from a Sefer Torah, that means you hold you don't need a Ksiva Lishma. And if you hold that you could use Kankantum, it's because you cannot erase from a Torah. And that holds because you can hold it, you need to have a Ksiva Lishma as well, which can have a tremendous enough in Allah, which Tana said which. And the word says that now, Tanya. Rabbi Yehuda Aimer, Aimer Hayre Meir, Lechom Matil and Kankantum. It seems to be this story happened later. This halacha, the Meir said you can use Kankantum, no problem, Sefer Torah. Chutz mi Parsha Saita Belvad. But when I write the Parsha Saita, I use different ink. I don't use the Kankantum ink in the Parsha Saita because the Meir is saying, like we Shmuel in the first version of the story, that you could erase from a Sefer Torah, and if you have to make sure that at least only the Parsha Saita is erasable. The rest of the Sefer Torah use Kankantum so that the ink stays better. Rabbi Yaakov, I Rabbi Yaakov says, "B'shem Yerimeno, Migdash." No, in a regular sefer Torah, you use all the kankantum you want. The only time you have to make sure not to use kankantum, as we said earlier, is when you're writing the parsha saita in the base Migdash specifically, and there you're writing it l'shem the saita, and there you might need, you have to be, of course, we need to, to erase it. My benayu, what's the issue? So I'm reviewing you can It's exactly the point. Can you erase a regular sefer Torah? Meaning, do you need ksiva l'shma? If you need ksiva l'shma, you can't just take a regular sefer Torah and erase. That because it's not, it's, not, it's not kosher for Saita. If you hold you could erase from a Sefer Torah, that means you don't need Ksiva Lishma. And then you say so that is the Machlaikis between these two versions of a mayor. Or the two versions of the story is do you need Ksiva Lishma?
And says, well, that's the case. We actually have a machlekes tonight about that. The sanya ain't miglasik sheir laskish b'sayt acheres because it has to be the shema. And Rabbi Yachav b'yoshem are miglasik sheir laskish b'sayt acheres. We mamish l'cheres the exact same machlekes. Do you need k'siv l'shema? Can you use this sab sayta that you use for one sayta for another sayta? I'm Rav Papa Lavdaka. Now we're going to be doicha that this is the same machlekes. In Svara, but Lamais it is the same Achlaikis. We're just going to say Lavdafkis at the same Achlaikis, but Lachir it is. Amar of Papa, Dumalai, Adkale Kamatana Kamahasam, Elachim and Intikl Shum Rachel, Loy Hajim Intikl Shum It could be there's different levels of Lashma. If you wrote it for Saita Rachel, then you cannot use it for Saita Leah. Of Altair, the Stamak Siva, Chanam the Machina. But a Tire which is written Stam. And in, maybe when you write it, Stam, it includes all women, theoretically, that you can use. It doesn't have to be specifically for one woman. But once it's specifically for one woman, you cannot use it for another woman. So that might be a little, maybe a little bit different. Maybe the other way. A Megillah has to be written, is written at least for those curses specifically. When you write a Saita a, a, a for one, you want to use it for the other one, go ahead. It was written in the same Saita, it's written in the same Olis. But a Sefer which is not written for the curses at all, it's written for Halacha, it's written for learning, maybe that is no good. So Lav Dafka, these two Machlech, is tied one together. Says the Gemara, wait a second. This halacha of Lashma is not only a din in Saita, it's a regular classic halacha we're familiar with from Dina Gittin. And by Dina Gittin, the Beferisha says in the Mishnah, when a person writes a get for his wife named Leah, and his name is Avram, he cannot go ahead and use it and sell it to another person named Avram and Leah. It has to be written Mamash Shema. What are you going to tell me now that by Saita, no, as long as it's written the shame Olos, that's good enough. So by Gerishin also, as long as it's written the shame Gerishin, that's good enough. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, no. Hosom vikosav lo amrachmana. By get, it says that the writing has to be lishma. Binaksiva lishma. Hocha v'osola and mayasiya is mechika. Lav davka. Everybody agrees by sight that it's a din lishma. The question is, where does that din lishma apply? Is that din lishma on the writing of the Megillah? Or is that lishma start at the erasing, as we talked about earlier, which cup, if you have two cups and they mixed up, all that. But maybe that's only on the, from the mechika ve'elech, not on the ksiva. It doesn't say in the Torah that the ksiva has to be lishma. It says the asiya has to be lishma. And maybe that's only from the mechika ve'elech. So it's not clear exactly what the point is. It seems to be that we... We do have a machlaikis, whether Ksiva has to be in the Shema, yes or no, and that has too many ramifications. A, can you use from the Sefer Terra, and B, if you wrote it for one, can you then go use it for another one? But everybody seems to basically agree that the Mechika has to be done the Shema. Animus Pekis Lishtois Achapanamarikas says my money. It says as soon as she drank, she blew up. So money, Reb Shimini. That only works according to Shittas of Shimon. Reb Shimon said you already did the mincha by the time you give it a drink. So once you give it a drink, there's nothing left to do. So of course it starts working right away. The Kamadlai Karvamin Chasalai Bad Kalimai, everybody agrees that if you did not yet be mark of the mincha, the water doesn't work. The Khsiv Mincha Zikarin Maskeres Ovin. So the mincha is a critical component over here of making sure it checks. So if you hold like the shitas chachamim, that you drink before the carbon mincha, then the mishnah is not accurate. Because when she drinks, she doesn't start to turn colors and eyes bulge out. It's only after the mark of the mincha. So it's a, there's a delay of however long it takes to mark of the mincha until it starts taking effect. So the mishnah it says that it happens immediately is only shitas of shimon. So remember, that leads us into trouble. Because they must say for the safe of the mishnah says, she can have a schos. It doesn't take effect for a year. Two years, three years. It's an awesome 
Lechara, that is Dafka, not like Reb Shimon. The Reb Shimon we already quoted before, Reb Shimon on Davav, which is really from the Mishnah on Chav Beis. Reb Shimon Eimer ain't schos to have a Maimer. Reb Shimon said there's no such thing as schos because Reb Shimon said then you're never going to know who's innocent and who's guilty. So Reb Shimon discarded the whole idea of schos. So you tell me that our Mishnah holds like Reb Shimon that you're being rak of the mincha first and then you drink. So when you drink, it happens right away. And at the same time, you tell me the Mishnah says you have a schos, which is not shita Reb Shimon. So is the Mishnah Reb Shimon or not? It's a third sheeta. Before already already said that like Reb Shimon, you do the mincha then nashka, but it was schus. So like Rabbanu, but he argues on Reb Shimon the Gabi schus, and he holds that there is such a thing as a schus to be taila. So I'm interested to see Reb They remember too. They said once they see she's in trouble over here, they scream to take her body out alive. Why? My timer. So the chayre it's dilma mesa. Sounds like we're afraid she's going to die. We don't want to tell me a mace in the mace of Migdish. So remember, the mace also machamim. Remember, she's not in the Azorah. She's in Shai Nikonor. She's in the Azorah's Noshim. And the, so what if you have a mace over there? Now, you don't want to have Tuma in the base of Migdash Bechlal, but it's not a big deal. But Tanya, we had before. Tame mace, mutalakar smachamir. Someone who's Tame mace, right? That's the whole discussion about going higher bias, etc. As long as you don't go in the Ezra's, in the Ezra's Yisrael, Ezra's Kainim, if you're only in the Ezra's, uh, Ezra's Nashim, or around the higher bias, you're not, no problem with Tuma's mace. V'loi Tame mace, v'vadam l'afil mace atzma. You can bring a dead body. And this is where we had. Shedem avikach Moshe's atzma yosef ima ima mechitzosim. Moshe lived in the Machina Leviya, and he had the body of Yosef as we learned the whole Gemara before with him. No. So why do we have to worry about taking her out? Doesn't seem we care about the fact that she might die in the base of Mingdash. But, yeah. There's another issue over here. The issue here is, is that it could be before she dies, she'll see Damnida. As her body is, is, is disintegrating over here in front of her eyes, she might be personated. And Anida is definitely also Baharabayas and also in the Ezra's Nashim as well. And that's the issue over here. Says the Gemara, Lemeimah, to be a Susamarpe. That means you're telling me that now that she's afraid and she's going through her death throes, you're afraid that her body will loosen up and she'll be Parasnida. It says, It says by Esther, when she was afraid, when she saw Mordechai dressed in the sackcloth, she got very nervous. So you see, when someone gets scared, they can be Parasnida. Makes sense. There's a halacha that says that a woman has to check on her oina, she has to check uh, that she, if she saw dam or not. If she doesn't check, we assume she saw and she missed it, and therefore she's tummy. Remeir over, over there says in the Gemara Nida that if something had happened to you, they were at war or something like that, something that would scare her a lot, and she forgot to check, you can assume she's tar. Because when someone's afraid, when Isha's afraid, she's misalekes dumim, the dam does not come by inosay. So you see the opposite svar. You see when someone's afraid, they don't have dumb. Says the Gemara, Pachta Tzomas Biasusa Marpe. It depends what we're talking about. If we're talking about a sudden fear, a sudden fear causes dumb to stop. The body freezes up, everything stops. But if it's a building up fear, someone has something nervous coming up in the, in the future, or this woman here who knows what's about to happen to her, then actually the body gets weaker and then the dumb does come out. So the two types of fear could affect that. Let's start the next Gemara. Yesha Schus. We say that she can last for one, two, three years. So must need some money. This mission which said you could go three years without taking effect. Who's that go going to? We're going to bring three sheets from Abraisa of how long a schus can be tailored for, and none of them say three years. Three months is the longest it will keep her safe. Why three months? 
It's the time it takes to realize a woman is pregnant. What does that have to do with anything? Because at the end of the parish it says, Veniksa Venizra Zera, that if she's innocent, she will have children. Which Pashapshat means that we give her brachas and everything that if she shift, if we've accused her falsely, we give her a bracha and she'll have wonderful children, everything good. But we also learn from there that it's Veniksa Venizra Zera, that if she has a schus, then she can be tailor. How long? So this time holds Venizra Zera, the time it takes to realize that she's pregnant which would be three months. So if she has some sort of schos, we'll see tomorrow what kind of schos we're talking about. It can wait three months. Nine months. The full term of a baby of a nixa zera. Why? She never have a nixa of an Israel zera. It says in the Pesach, in Tehillim, zera yavdenu yisupar. That something is not called a zera until it's yisupar. Zera haroi l'sapar. Look at Rashi, amazing Rashi. Rashi says, "Lechayos for lovely they seeper shvachay shalmakum has to be alive." So a zera is not a three months. Zera is full term that the baby can be born and be mesaper shvachay shalkalishvachu. I guess crying, whatever, and therefore maybe causes other people, maybe causes other people. Either way, so therefore the schus of nixa zera is a full nine months. Twelve months, not from this pasuk, from a totally different pasuk, which says, "I don't have a full proof, but I have a zecher." The Chassidim says in the pasuk, "But Daniel, Nebuchadnezzar had a dream, crazy dream he had that he was in the forest and the trees were falling down, all kinds of crazy stuff is happening to him, and he goes to all the Goyish dream interpreters. No one knows what he's talking about. Eventually, he makes it to Daniel, who he calls Bashatzer. He says, what's this dream? Daniel tells him, this is the dream that says that you're going to turn into an animal, and you're going to go live amongst the animals for a bunch of years, and eventually you'll come back and have your kingdom back. Oh, So Daniel says to him, however, Daniel says, you can be saved from this punishment of turning into an animal. You can improve the situation. You can be pirate. You can pirate. You are various by giving And if you see Aniyam and you give them Tzedaka, it will save you from this punishment. This will extend your peaceful times, meaning you could push off the punishment. Okay, so what happened? The next pasuk says, that he, that he eventually got all this punishment. The punishment that he was going to turn into an animal, live in the forest, it happened to him. But but it only happened 12 months later. How did it happen 12 months later? Because Nebuchadnezzar went around giving stucco to all the poor Yidin. And therefore he was able to push off the punishment for 12 months. So you see that you can push off the punishment for 12 months by Nebuchadnezzar. So we'll say the same thing, Ki'ilu, by Saita, that if she has a schus, it can push it off for 12 months. So therefore the Chaira, we have a problem. Because our Mishnah said three years. And we see three months, nine months, or 12 months. Nobody says three years. It could be, it is a Bishmal. Even though Bishmal said by the Goyim, it's going to be over there one year. And therefore, sometimes it can be pushed off for three times that amount. So if we see by the guy and by Nebuchadnezzar, it was pushed off for one year, by Yidin it can be pushed off for three years, and therefore that's where the idea of three years comes from. Okay. Mishra was not really satisfied with this whole idea. He said it's not a pure raya, it's just a remez. Why? That was by a goy. By a goy, it's different. Rashi says, A goy, the Banu doesn't care that much. 
Yes, yes, no, no, what's the difference? And therefore, just because we see by Nebuchadnezzar got pushed off here, it doesn't necessarily mean a raya that a Jewish person could do the same thing. A fuch, maybe Koshboku wants to punish a person now, so it should be Mechapar Avainis. So it's not a pure raya that it could work for three years, but if we say that he was one year plus Balshashi Pisi Yisrael, so that can make it three years. So we have three shitas, we have four shitas. If shitas of Shimon says no schus, we have a th- and then we have other shitas that says schus could be either three months, nine months, or for a full three years like we have in our Mishnah we'll see tomorrow what kind of schus does she have to have to be able to uh, make this type of protection